From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we get a visit from our resident appliance and AC guide, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. He's no stranger to the program, so Timmy, along with myself, Dell, and Jeff, are ready for your appliance, AC, and home improvement questions. From the refrigerator to the water heater and the ceiling fan, we got you covered today. No matter what you're working on, give us a call. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with the contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Uh, today, we get a visit from our resident appliance and AC guy, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. He's no stranger to the program. So, Timmy, along with myself, Dell, Jeff, and a very special guest. What is our very special guest's name? Stephen Smith. There we go. Charter Builders. All right. And then coming in to checking out, uh, check out the tailgate, I guess we can call this. Yes. Yeah. Was that a that was fun? Thank that, you. That was my wife, man. I'm sorry. That's yeah, all right. That's all right. Uh, now, so you know, we're taking calls for everything else today. Anything you're working on, you can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Well, uh, Jeff just walked in and said, "What is it? Fifty five South is a parking lot. Fifty five South is a parking." Okay, so uh, Jeff came in late. Dell has never not made it to the show, so I'm telling you, it's got to be a parking lot out there. Uh, Yeah, it's it's. I think I think there's an accident. Uh, You know, I don't know for sure. Timmy, welcome. Timmy's been hanging out for like the last thirty minutes because he was prepared for today. He was right. I woke up early. You know, got my my, that's the way you do, Timmy. Right, man. I do it right. Right, right. Try, trying to take my job, aren't you? Right. No, so yeah. we'll we'll wait for the uh, for uh, for Dale to come along. What have you been working on this week, Jeff? Um, trying to uh, trying to get a couple houses uh, ready for the owners to move in. Uh, you know, all... it's a ball is watching you fiddle with that pool building online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that 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 project is actually out at Lake Carolina. It's coming along beautifully. This is if you're if you're not hooked up with Jeff Sammons or uh, Houseworks, uh, he he posts pictures on Facebook of you know the stuff that they're doing and the various progress points. Yeah, <laughs> and we've been watching this pool building for a minute. Oh yeah, <laughs> the pool building's been uh, taking a minute, but uh, we're not going to talk about that much. Um, but but yeah, everything's good. Got a couple uh, kitchen remodels going, a few bath remodels. You know, replacing windows and you know. All right, what is the, fun. what's the smallest job you've gotten into in the past two weeks? What someone called you and said, hey, you know, light bulb or whatever? Smallest job we've gotten into in the last two weeks, we are painting the, the entrance and the exit 
gates of a subdivision in Madison. Okay. All right. So, that's pretty cool. That's the smallest one. Get that kind of call. Um, so, uh, so anyway, Timmy, how's it going over in the AC and uh, appliance business? Man, it is turkey season. It's turkey season. Okay. <laughs> we're so, slow, man. Here's what we were talking about earlier is that, uh, I, you know, I guess, Timmy, your worst nightmare is window season. When people can open their windows and yeah. not call you. Right. It's bad right now because, I mean, you got to look at it. We're in 40 and 50 degree nights and barely hitting the 70s in the day. You know, yesterday we had 80 degree day, but it's, you know. Can't do nothing like that. You man. know what, man? I'm not going to say poor AC guy because there's a no. July out there somewhere. You know, there it is. There it is. <laughs> well, you, look, look. You you remember last year? Um, he, I'm going to say it quietly. He couldn't count his money fast enough. Right, right, right. Anyway, yeah. you know. I wish. Yeah. I wish. All right, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING if you've got a uh, question to ask. Got a couple of emails here, and uh, we're going to get to those in a second. But I want to go ahead and start with Timmy today. You know, we're talking about appliances, AC, that kind of stuff. Timmy, Java came up with just this beautiful question. I love this. What is the oldest machine you've been called to work on? That would be... A 74 washing machine. I remember it pretty well. Kenmore, awesome. Whirlpool, Maytag. Man, I can't remember one exactly. Of the, one of those. It had to be. Yeah. It was uh, green. <laughs> okay, pea green. That awesome. was the, uh, yeah. wasn't that the name of the color? It Jeff, like that uh, early 70s. Yeah, you know, you we know, know Jeff, Jeff right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> avocado green, says someone. Yeah, avocado. Okay. Right. That, right. that and shag carpet. Right. So, so Timmy, um... What did you do with this thing? Did you fix it, or did you tell them to buy a new I, one? I did fix it. You did? It was a fix. It was a simple door switch. And the and the deal was was that if you actually bought one in 1974, it was pretty much, a, you may as well just bolt it to the house because it was made of steel, yep. and it wasn't coming out real easy. So 11, you may as well fix it. Yeah, right. 1,100 pounds. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Got an email right here from uh, someone who heard the the show on Saturday, I have a long, narrow cabinet. This is interesting. Uh, almost wish Dale was here right now because this is right up his alley. I have a long, narrow cabinet in a bathroom that I need to scrape, prime, and paint due to moisture problems. A camp house, not a residence. Mm. Uh, I can't reach the back areas of this cabinet to, abs- uh, to adequately prime and paint. I try to paint roller but still have trouble getting good coverage in the seams where walls meet each other in the cabinet floor. Thanks for any suggestions you have. Sharon, I have the greatest suggestion, and I'm not the contractor. Spray paint. Mm. This is where you begin. Guys, any thoughts? Uh, spray paint's a pretty good idea. <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> Um, well, I'm thinking that, you know, I mean, because I'm trying to picture myself and, sure. and everybody's done this kind of uh, project at home kind of thing. And I can see, I can picture in my mind this cabinet and how deep it is. Right. And the only way to get to it is on a ladder and, you know, getting up in there or to spray it. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I was, I was off on a, another thought when you said a moisture problem, painting the cabinet's not going to solve your moisture problem. We need to think Ooh. about solving this moisture problem with some sort of ventilation. Um, this is why you get the big money, and yeah, I keep. I, 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 I want to get rid of the moisture in that bathroom, yeah, and so. I keep Krylon in business while you're doing the real <laughs> job. All right, 
Uh, that's a really good point. Thank you very much. Uh, that's where we wanted to go with that. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, so, uh, Timmy, what is usually the problem when a washer stops mid-cycle and doesn't finish? Mid-cycle is usually going to be a door switch. Really? Yep. Just a door switch? The, the water will come out, and it'll agitate, and then it'll, when it goes to spin, uh-huh. it stops. It just stops, yeah. So you're saying that that's that little little yeah. plastic thing that clicks when you close the lid. Yep. It's got a, most of the time, you're, whenever your door comes down, it's got a little stob on there. Yeah. It goes down there and pushes it. A lot of times the stob gets knocked off, rusted off, something mm-hmm. like that, or the switch itself is broke. Wow. So, so how much, How much? let's say, if I call uh, a, an appliance person to my home to fix the switch, what am I looking at? You'd be looking at its call for sure. You know, of course, probably somewhere between 60 and 80 bucks most of the time. For them to come out. Yep. And the door switch, man, I mean, most of them pretty cheap, under 50 bucks for sure. I mean, probably more around the $20 range. Okay. So you're looking at a total call? Yeah, on an old school one. You go with the new ones, the old front-loaded types. Right. It's it's a whole different mechanism. Okay. All right. So I can get out for under about 200 maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Thomas is on the line, and uh, Pearl, oh, I love this. Thomas. Thomas. Hello. Get back to work. Oh, do you do you work for Timmy, Thomas? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so what is the oldest piece of equipment that you've worked on, or that he's worked uh, on? 1964 Chrysler air conditioning condensing unit. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Chrysler say- made an air conditioning unit? <laughs> Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Only thing wrong with it was uh, the fan motor. I had to replace that. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Was this along. in a vehicle or in a house? No, in a house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All yeah. right. Hey, uh, I've never heard of a Chrysler yeah. air conditioner. <laughs> That's Thomas, it, man. He's got all the like, knowledge in the world. Hang on. What, what year did you say it was, Thomas? 1964. Oh, does it have like fins on it and chrome? And <laughs> can you see this Chrysler air conditioning? Yes. With like, like a hubcap. Right. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that, that would be uh, It was just a little square box. Oh, okay. All right, Thomas, we appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. Thanks. All right, Timmy, here is uh, – we're going to go ahead and take a break real quick. I'm going to come back with a good one, Timmy. Okay. Uh, We're going to take a break real quick. We'll continue our discussion. Today we're taking your your questions about, you know, ACs and – I guess, appliances, and any other thing you want to work on. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. You're here. Thank you for coming back. There we go. And Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is here. And our guest, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. And, okay, and I want to give a big shout-out. We do have a guest in the studio this morning. All right, come on. you got to, you got to talk to the microphone here. All right, who are you and where are you from? My name is Stephen Smith. I'm with uh, Charter Builders and Charter Homes. Do new, okay. new uh, home construction, uh, you know. Kind of all over my, my home is is Madison, and that's okay. what's kept me busy. So. Cool. Well, the 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 more the merrier. 
uh, it's a big tailgate. So, by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and Java, you know you got to put this online, but I have a question of this giant old Chrysler air conditioning. <laughs> everybody can see it's an actual Chrysler air conditioning. Is it, Java, you're going to put that on there, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING, and here you go, Timmy. This is where it begins, and I'm sorry to do this to you, but your first ice maker call. Here Breaking we go. Ann, Ann, are you you with us? Yes, I am. There you go. Okay, he's all yours. Tear him up. Okay, well, I'll try. <laughs> all right. All right, I think it uh, quit working right after the refrigerator door got left open. Okay? No. So, um Tell me, can I uh, use my hair dryer? Maybe it's froze up, or what else could have happened? Sometimes and is it worth replacing if I need to replace it. Yeah, sometimes what what'll happen? Uh, the little field tube in the back. You know, once the door kind of opens and closes, I mean, you can build up a bunch of condensation around that could have could have end up freezing up that that field tube in the back. Okay. Um. You know, you can take a hair dryer to the field tube. Is it a like a over and under? What's that mean? Excuse me. Uh, is it? Do you got a freezer on top or is it a freezer on the side? I was talking about a shotgun, huh? <laughs> ma'am. Go ahead. What, was it a? Is it an over and under like your freezer on top and your refrigerator on bottom, or is it a side by side? Freezer on top. Freezer on top. It could be that field tube. Okay. Could take a little hair dryer and try to heat it up, not the actual ice maker itself, but the little field tube that comes up in the back of it. Will that be a, a clear tube? Yeah, or most like, of the time, either clear or white. A clear or white. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you want to look for, Ann. Real quick, like, is that inside or outside? Uh, that would be inside. You know, it can freeze up from the outside, but most of the time it fills up right there where it comes into the actual freezer. Okay. Good, good. All right, there's your first ice maker call. I'm sure there'll they'll be more. Yep. All right, uh, Wilson is on the line in Yazoo City. Uh, Dale, we will talk to you here in a minute. Hang on. Uh, what did you get for showing up late? That's right. Yeah, you should leave earlier. Wilson's on the line in Yazoo City. Uh, I knew this was going to happen. There's a washing machine. It's got a filling problem. What's up, uh, Wilson? I have a Maytag washing machine. It has multiple water settings from mini to super. But when you turn it on at, say, the medium, it fills the tub all the way to the top. So there's not really any variance. Plus, sometimes we like to fill the tub up and let the clothes sit there for a while before we start the agitation. And if you have it on a larger setting, as soon as you turn the uh, switch off, you can hear water draining out of the tub. So it won't, it won't hold water. Most of the time, it won't hold water because the actual line that goes into the into the sewer part where your water lines are, that line's too low. Uh, it's siphoning. Yeah, siphoning. Yes. Basically, it's got to be you know, I think thirty inches, thirty two, something like that on code. It's so it's got to be up high enough. Okay, yeah. So meaning that pipe, oh, that 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 it drains yeah, can, out of. Yeah, you can fill that tub yeah. up, and then you can lay that hose on the ground. It'll drive out you know as you pick up the hose okay so, so you're, you're you're talking about the the drain box right. in, in the wall right yeah it's too low i'm thinking that's what it is or you can if you can hear it draining because i mean if you hear it pumping out that means you got a you got a, a mechanical problem right you know something something's turning it on when it shouldn't but if it's just, it's just draining it's it's, just draining yeah, that means that pipe's too low yeah that the the, the okay. actual dump hose that goes into that 
drain box. Right. Like okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. The water level? What about the water level in the in the? If the tub? water level is too high, I mean, it could be one that the whole time there's a little pressure switch in there. So as the water builds up, it pushes on a switch, and as the put the switch gets pushed, you know, it, it'll cut the water off. But if it's constantly draining and it's still trying to fill, it may not know what in the world is going on. You're confusing the kind of thing. Ah. Okay. All right, so I should, I should just call an appliance repairman. I would look at the hose first. Yeah, just look at the hose and pull that hose up. Yep. If you can, uh, if you okay. can, maybe even play with it. While it's got water in there, pick the hose up, and it may come out of the hole. But see if it'll yeah. stop draining. If it'll stop draining, then you know that's one issue. Right. And that right. could right. fix both issues. Right. And and then right. now once once you get that hose set where you want it, take some uh, zip ties. <laughs> and, yeah. and and tie it off. And right this is there. a good yeah. thing, Wilson, is that is that you really if this is the fix, first of all, it's pretty much free and you don't have to spend a dime on this thing. Yeah. So so I would give that a shot before calling an appliance person. Definitely. Thank you very much. Sir, yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Wilson. All right, thanks for calling. Dell, thanks for showing up today, man. I mean I I appreciate the, the effort. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've dreamed of this moment um, <laughs> from the very start. I knew I said it's going to be one day I'm going to be listening to the show and realize I'm supposed to be somewhere. Right. <laughs> well, it happened you, today. Were you stuck in on the interstate? Oh yeah, by chance yeah. it happened. You know, I'm eight Are minutes away. Are you using away. that as an excuse, and you really weren't? That's my alibi. Okay. I um, you woke up late. I'm, I'm eight minutes away, and I right. leave. Um, you know, five minutes. Before, but the math didn't work out. Okay. All right. That's the way it goes. Got an email here and uh, wanted to see you guys go through this, okay? Our house was built in the late 1970s. Our guest bathroom is unusable due to plugged lines leading out from the house. When the house was built, clay pipes were used, and we had new PVC pipes put in about 10 years ago that lead from the front of the house out to the street. However... This major plumbing effort did not prevent a problem in the guest bathroom area on the other side of the house from the kitchen, utility room, and master bed. We also need to replace the tub insert and put in a walk-in shower since we're aging and looking at the future and making our home more uh, adaptable for an aging couple. Where, uh, Where do we begin to find an honest plumbing outfit and a person to do this remodel? Uh, I joined Angie's list and have been looking at the companies listed. Let me tell you, there's another way. And right here in Mississippi, there's a lot better way. We actually have resources in the state that will point you to licensed contractors around the state, no matter where you are. Right. Uh, and, uh, Jeff, what website can you go to for that? Uh, go to the uh, Missis- Mississippi Board of Contractors. Uh-huh. That, 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 MBOC. That's, that will be all of your licensed contractors and remodelers in the state of Mississippi. Also, reach out to your Home Builders Association and, and find a member uh, in good standings. But that's, that's where you start. And uh, your, your project is a very simple project. Uh, obviously, there's some blockage between that guest bath and that new sewer that you put in. It's it's as simple as running a camera um, down the drain, find the blockage, fix it, and and and. Uh, but yeah, you're, you you've got a very simple project. 
Okay. N- not simple for this person to do. No, 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 no. no absolutely contractor. not. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. But, yeah, I do think uh, that they should start at the Mississippi State Board of Contractors. I, I'm you surprised know. he didn't say houseworks.com or something. Well, like right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and this is uh, Terry in uh, Columbus. So. All right, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can also send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, Timmy, here we go. Uh, How do you fix your thermostat problems in the fridge when it's, like, too cold or not cold enough and won't change? I noticed this the other night. I looked in my fridge, and I don't see a thermostat anywhere. Maybe it's just hidden or something. Yeah, I mean, usually, like when you open up the freezer, it's always going on the freezer side most, or the refrigerator side most of the time. It's got the little knobs on there you control freezer and refrigerator. Okay, but if it's not, so if it's, if I've got a zero through ten or a load through high, what do I put it on? Good job. In the All middle. Right. <laughs> in the middle. In the middle. That's uh, good. That's just that's that's a that's, that's a, great that's a good question. That's a yeah, good, and it's a good answer. I thought it's okay. a good answer. <laughs> You know, but no, I mean, you know, it could it could be a couple of different things. I mean, it could be the thermostat, you know, and if that's the case, it's going to have to be replaced. There's no fixing the thermostat. Another one could be a damper door, you know, it may be an automated damper door where the actual circuit board tells it to open and close. Uh-huh. Um, it may not be opening up all the way, you know, it could be stuck, you know, something like that. So there's, there's a couple of different things to look at, you know, as far as that goes. But okay. I mean, there's no fixing the actual thermostat okay wow. it's just a it's a replacement i'm gonna switch gears on you here real quick and ask a question before we go to break um what do you think all right this time of the year and everybody's going back and forth with their air conditioning units what is uh the, this is the first, let's say i turn on that ac for the first time you know with any good heat outside mm-hmm. it's 85 degrees whatever um so I turn that thing on the first time, and it's on, and it's blowing hard, but it's not doing cold. What's what's up? It's blowing hard. It means you change the filter, I'm assuming. But it could mm-hmm. be that, you know, I've that's another, that's another good question. I mean, it could be a lot of things. I mean, the first thing you do is walk outside and see if your outdoor unit's coming on. Okay. That'd be a really good idea. Huh. I went out to a lady's house the other day where she had an electrician out there mm-hmm. and cut off some breakers. And if you sit there for two days, no air conditioning. Oh, no. Oh, just yeah. didn't turn the so, breaker back on. Yeah. Oh, so we just went back over and oh, my back gosh. on. Felt bad for the lady. Right. Didn't charge her. You know, but just kind of one of those things. Yeah, yeah. She was more grateful, I guess, for the service. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you've got a question about appliances, AC, or any DIY project you're working on at your house, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 
at mpbonline.org. Okay, Steven, Steven's on the line and is uh, on the road in a fridge. The food gets icy on the bottom. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Steven, you with us? I am with you. I don't mind the cold beer and the crisper, crisper getting a little icy. Right. But the food, the food on the on the bottom shelf, whatever I put on the bottom shelf, leftover cat food, whatever, that gets icy, and everything from the bottom shelf up, the milk, the orange juice, everything else, none of that gets icy. Hmm. Uh, go ahead, Timmy. That's, that's all, all year. Everybody's looking at Timmy. Right. <laughs> I'm over here like a deer in the headlights. Right. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, no, the, that kind of like goes back to that damper door thing I was talking about. The, the damper door on the bottom is open, and if yours is an older one, it could, it might be like a little slide one. It's got a little slide. So you can slide it back and forth. You know, you can try closing that a little bit or even setting your, you know, thermostat down just to click. Um, but the beer is not going to be as cold. Right. Just letting you know. Uh, well, I don't mind that being icy, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if your milk freezes, then you got a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, because milk Yeah, well, my, my milk doesn't freeze, and I kind of enjoy the icy beer, but uh, anything that I left over food or anything that sits on that bottom shelf yeah. always gets icy, too. And the cat food, so I put the cat food in the bowl, and they look at me like, I guess you're going to eat this. You know, <laughs> we have another show here on MPB called Gestalt Gardener, and I and I've, I love uh, Felder Rushing's take on a lot of things. Like if you have stickers in your yard, put on flip flops. This may be one of those things where you just change the order of where you put stuff in your fridge. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be that damper. <laughs> Don't listen to him, man. Yeah, the pro. I think it's going to be that I, damper. I've listened. I've listened to him long enough. I know how he. Did. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Stephen. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Angie in Oxford, and uh, ooh, this one's tricky. The underpinning of the house. What's going on, Angie? I've heard you mention two two materials. All right, hang on, Angie. You're going to have to turn that radio down. That's what's throwing you. Okay. You just heard it, didn't you? Okay. <laughs> Angie, let's go. Angie and Oxford. And there she is. And I am. Angie, you with me still? I am. All right, now go for it. The materials you mentioned for underpinning, was it a isolate? ISA, there was a new something that I haven't don't have access to. This queen, what do you recommend? What? No, I guess talking about for a vapor barrier. Yes. For a vapor barrier. Okay. Yeah, just just this queen, Angie. What's what's the issue? It's uh, bare dirt. Okay. Is it wet? It's wet. It's wet under your house, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, make sure that you have proper drainage around your house. Make sure that you keep the under side of your foundation, your conventional foundation, dry, and uh, and put the visqueen uh, on the ground. That way, if any water were to get there, it would flow out. Okay. All right. Thanks, Angie. Question. Uh-huh. Would, like, the pool liner plastic, would that be a... A better would that be better than the Bisqueen? Because it's a thicker meal, isn't it? Well, it, it is, but that's it's going to be expensive. Get it, mm. get a three mil 
um, this queen will be will be plenty heavy enough, mm-hmm. and um, and just put that down on the ground. But the main issue, keep the water from flowing underneath that house. Right, right. Whatever that takes. All right, Angie. Thanks. Can we they appreciate come it. Come in a what a forty by hundred or something like that. Uh, you well, get, like a, you a, can get a, a thirty-six yeah. by hundred. Okay. Um, I don't know if it comes in forty by hundred or not. That I know should it's cover it. Thirty-six, thirty-eight by hundred. Usually thirty-six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to uh, William in Columbus, and uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, William, if you need uh, if you need Timmy the AC guy or the small engine repair guy that we had on a couple of <laughs> right. days ago. Your dishwasher won't stop. Is is start? Uh, is this a kickstart or what? You know, what do you got? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, no, it just seems to run and run. It's not. We tried resetting it. It's uh, 10, 11 years old. We tried resetting it, and it didn't, didn't do anything. But it doesn't seem to be pumping water or I don't know if it's a pump or a control board. That's going to be one of, kind of one of the things. I mean, it could be either or. Or yeah, are yeah. we better off to buy a new dishwasher? If it's 10 or 11 years old, I mean, dishwashers don't last at all unless you had an older one. You know, I mean, you're kind of in that area where you start dumping money into it, trying to get a new pump or a new board. I mean, either way it goes, you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks on either one of them, and you can go out and buy you another dishwasher for $300 or $400. You know, yeah, or get, nice you, get you a real nice one, 600 So Yeah. Now you're kind of okay, at the point yeah, crossroads there. Bosh guy said the control board might run 150 or more and no. by the time you get a service call and oh, labor, it's a bosch it's a bosch 300 dollars. yeah low end bosch yeah get rid of it right <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the bosch is honestly it's like probably one of the worst ones period they're pretty. Yeah. They are pretty. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I didn't know the drills made, you know, the people that make drills made washing machines. Right, right, right. Timmy, I, I agree with you 100%. I bought a Bosch uh-huh. thinking, man, this thing's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Brought it home, installed it. Well, I think we kept it two two or three days. Yep. Wow. They're really? noisy, too. They're real yes, noisy. Yes, yes. Uh, I was really? not pleased. So, well, well, they're right. supposed to be pretty quiet, the higher-end model. Yeah, don't, well, just don't buy another Bosch. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think be, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything you know, the USA made stuff, man. Of course, I, that's what I would go with. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't buy the Samsung, LG, Wang Fu, whatever. The, I don't care. So, <laughs> so no Korean or Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taiwan. Okay. All right. So like there you go. Well, <laughs> right, yeah. We've just upset several people. Well, you know what? I, Java and I were talking about this before the show, and and you know we've we've talked. I don't know how many times to Timmy, and we've run into this every time. Is that when you're on these real high end washers and dryers? I, you know, you're, it's like razor thin. It can even be awesome or just a disaster. No. You know, mm-hmm. and it seems like. It seems like that it will be good, at least for a little while, well, but look, this, the disaster will come. This is what I'll tell you right here. It's mm-hmm. real simple. The higher something gets, mm-hmm. you know, the more high efficiency it is, all that stuff, mm-hmm. the more it costs. When it tears up, mm-hmm. the more it costs. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, you kind of got to look at it. You know, when I, I bought a pool to go in my backyard, it's a above-ground pool. The first mm-hmm. thing I did was ask the guy, how much does this pump cost? Because I'm pretty sure it's not going to last more than two or three years. Right. You know, what's the replacement comp, pump cost for this setup right here? Uh-huh. And so, you kind of, whenever you think about it, you know, buying something, you want to think about future because you know the crap we buy now is going to tear up. That's true. Know? That's true. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't go buy a $1,000 dishwasher and then, you know, a year after the warranty or something like that, pump goes out and that stupid pump is 500 bucks right you know i mean you just bought half another one 
Right. Okay. Know? Well, let me let me ask you. Now, I've I've put the screws to you on this before when you've been on the show, uh, but I do want to remind people about this again. I had my boss the other day asked me about his dishwasher. Well, I'm sorry, no, his uh, clothes washer was giving him trouble, and you know, and I kind of chuckle every time. And would you get, man, I bought the top of the line. <laughs> yep, there's your problem well, right there. So, but but tell me, what are folks supposed to expect when they go out? Now, let's be honest to me. When I go out and I buy a new washer and dryer unit, how many years should I expect from that unit? You're honestly? gonna honestly, you're gonna expect about two years before you get your first call on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. The switching in that thing, the circuitry in it, it's just uh-huh. not there no more. Really? Not there at all. Okay, so how long should I expect the plants to live all together? I mean, as many as long as you can dump parts in it. You know, I mean, they make parts all day long. Right. Know? But, I mean, it, it's, it's but one I mean, of those when things. does it come cost efficient to buy a new one? How many years? It, well, it depends on how much money you dump into it. You okay. know, it really does. I mean, if you're two years down the road, you know, you put a $300 pump on a $800 washing machine. Right. Say that. I mean, I'm I'm already thinking next time this thing breaks, I'm gonna go get it because I mean right. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to keep dumping money in. And I tell my wife this all the time: I keep dumping money into you. When's it gonna pay off? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Golly, put that on the that, promo, John. That was risky. Words. It just come up in my brain. I was right. thinking, you know, I can set up a cot in my office if you need. Sure. <laughs> You might I got a little living. room in my shop back uh, there. I mean, so. uh, you might be living in that truck. Uh, number number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. This one has been a problem at several places I've lived, and it's so funny the 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 different voodoo that people try to make this go away. Um, you ready? What's going on when the dishes or glasses are cloudy? You didn't put enough of that uh, jet dry. <laughs> jet dry? Okay, okay. Is that the answer, jet no, dry? No, it's, it's uh, leaving too much uh, soap on the dishes. How, why is it doing it's, that? It could be a faulty dishwasher. It could be somebody just putting too much soap in the little flipper. Really? Yep. So you can put too much soap in there? Mm-hmm. So do you if use it's, those it's not necessarily too much soap. To kind of think of it like this, if you put too much stuff uh-huh. on that top rack, you know, you got it just completely clouded right. up with it they can't get enough water slinging it up there to let it hit the top of the the dishwasher and then drain off okay so not as many dishes and not as much soap exactly i remember my mom taught me to do the dishes when i was a kid and i, and I would put the powder in there you know and yeah. it came in the cascade box yeah and, and of course and i thought the more the better of, of course, course. <laughs> you know, so, 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 i'm like no, i'm making no. ant man ant mounds on the thing to see how big you know anyway yeah when you see bubbles come out you're done all right let's go to uh craig in biloxi and he's got a comment about a window unit ac you with us craig yes sir so what's up with your ac uh, I've been putting w- window units in, and when I do that, I uh, put a piece of rubber on the window seal on the window sill to keep water from going down into the wall, water or rain. Well, that's a good idea. Uh, just have yourself a, a moisture barrier, you know, so that you don't have any extra water. I mean, that is, but that is one of the difficulties of having a window unit. Is what what do you do with that water? And anyone who's ever bought a window unit and went and installed it and had never done that before doesn't realize that you've got to lean the back end of that thing out a little bit so that the water will drain in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, they, they still sweat, and you still get a little bit of rain around them. So I tried, and I try to angle the rubber so it goes, the rain goes outside. That's a, that's a really good idea. 
All right, appreciate it, Craig. Thank you. All right, bye. Got a uh, question for you here, Timmy, real quick. Um, uh, you open the washer door, and it's still filled with water. What's going on? Front loader. Front loader. Does it, does it say? You know what? Let's go front load. I wouldn't open the door. It was going to come out on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go top load. Uh, is the water in there, then the door switch. What? Yes. 90% of the time, it's door switch. The door switch. Mm-hmm. Is it... Door switch, me, you got to make that thing takes a beating. How many times mama go, and this is speaking off my wife again, uh-huh. this is what she does. She gets mad because she's doing clothes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Throws them in there and mm-hmm. hits a little dial and push the button and slams Slam. the door down. And then what happens? Well, let me, Breaks well, the switch. Well, let me ask you. This seems like when we start talking about whenever we have Timmy on, we're replacing door switches. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Has anyone thought to make a steel door switch? No. Why would they do that? They Why sell less they... parts. Okay. They, make, they can't make money on steel, man. They learn it. So they use <laughs> right. it. So they use this brittle plastic that breaks. You know, well, they didn't. They don't expect you know men or women to get mad enough to slam the door down. You but know, it's still but, no, nobody wants to do clothes. Plastic. I do clothes for my wife every once in a while. <laughs> is like, is that door switch um, easy to replace? It is very simple. Okay. Because I, I destroyed a washer trying to, um, you know, <laughs> first I jammed something in there, and then I just, you yeah. know, didn't want to take it apart. Well, I've seen, so. you know, people take screwdrivers and just wedge it in there and make it stay, and they just shut the lid back down. Of course, it's still got that much of a gap because the screwdriver's sticking out of it. Right. You know? Hey, whatever works. Duct hey, you know what? Uh, Java just said it was so easy that he replaced one. What? I know. Nice. And I destroyed one. Right. And Dale destroyed (laughs) Well, the dryer stopped and Dale got out his chainsaw. All right. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to take a break. We'll continue our discussion after. Today we're uh, taking your calls about AC and appliances and anything that any of our other contractors can work on for you. Uh, Any D DIY project you work on, I, you know what? Mine wasn't as interesting this weekend. I put out mulch. That was my big gig this weekend, lugging 60 pounds of mulch. All right, number calls 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right. Um, here we go. Timmy, I told you I was coming straight to you. With the Mississippi summer on its way, what are some of the things to ready air conditioner window units? What what can I do to a window unit? Oh, man. Hey, well, yeah, you got to get the mic. Now, I was giving it to Steve because we had this gate question coming up. Okay. Oh, no, you mean the, the that you take the little front cover off of them. You know, uh-huh. They're real, real simple. The whole inside will slide out of that box. Really? Yep. The plastic box? Was hopefully metal. You know. Okay. But yeah. It's got a plastic front. Uh huh. It'll slide out of there. Unplug it from the wall. Take it outside. 
clean off those two coils that's on there. Like you can hose it off? Oh, yeah. But you've told us in the past, whenever you have those little louver-looking things, that you don't use high-pressure water. Well, no, well, yeah, well, yeah, you water hose, finger. Right, right. Top, finger Use top. a finger, not a not a pressurizer. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You'll bend them over, and then it'll be, yeah, it won't work. All and right. Don't rub your finger across them. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kathleen's on the line in Osaka. Okay. Kathleen, are you with us? Oh, I'm with you. I've been with you for a couple of weeks trying to get a calling. Y'all are so popular now. Right, uh, right. Listen, y'all had the gates on. I think the last week or week before, I'm not sure. Okay. And when you get older, which we we are, if you really want to admit it, but uh, when they had the gate, I had seen one where somebody had like a wheel uh-huh. toward the mm. bottom of the gate. So when you open it, you don't have to like lift it up and almost carry the gate, especially if it's one for a car. Right. You know how they have those wide gates about 12, 15 feet? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. How do you do it, and what's the cost, and is it a big deal? Or we got a guy. <laughs> okay, okay, sir, introduce yourself. <laughs> well, Stephen Smith, that sounds like a, that's an interest, interesting question here, especially. I'm not sure that that's in my, you know, scope. That right. sounds more like a number of gel, you know, I can, type. I, I can help I you, Stephen. <laughs> special post on the side. I mean, no. No, ma'am. Now, this is a wooden gate, right? Yeah. Okay. Go to your big box store. Simply get a a um, wheel that will mount on that gate. Adjust it to where you want it, and um, and have a good clean path. That's it's simple. Okay. A good a good clean path for the wheel. All right. And does it have to be rubber or metal or what? Does- no, rubber's fine. Okay. Bigger the better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, right. and don't well, do hard I plastic. Just no. because yeah. Soft, it's like soft I plastic. either hire somebody to come open and close my gate or get with it. Yeah, know? yeah. Just yeah, put, yeah. Your, put your wheel on there. It's simple. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kathleen. Uh, and we're going to go to Ann here in just a second, but I, I wanted to make sure Timmy had a chance to read the email he got. Uh, Steve, go ahead and throw that uh, microphone the, back the, around. The, the, the email um, a lady lady sent said. It basically, she thinks a lot of times that it could be hard water uh, on leaving, you know, that the dishes. The spots clouded. on the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. You know, um, but the training that I went through, uh-huh. right, for appliances, right, the main cause of cloudy dishes was always because of soap being still on the thing. I mean, it dries really? on there. Think about your shower. Oh, you yeah. got a nice, pretty clean shower. You got a lot of soap on there. It builds up what? Yeah, soap's gone. Oh yeah, well, Same it thing. makes sense. Same thing. So after it dries on there, you know, the mess is kind of hard to get off. Okay, you know what I mean. All right. So I mean, I mean, she's right in a sense. I mean, it can be mm-hmm. you know hard water, you know, right. Doing that, but the training that I have tells me that it's probably going to be soap. Okay. How do you make your water soft then? Uh, a thing, water water softener. Yeah. There, there's there's a there's an actual moved um, to New Mexico. <laughs> there's a there's an actual tank that you can hook up to your water heater, uh, and the water flows through that tank. So water softener and, and okay. Uh, All right, let's go to uh, Ann in Long Beach. Is uh, got a smell coming from your water heater? Are you sure? Good morning. Yes, I have a a water heater that. Um, was installed gas right after Katrina, and it's begun to, to produce 
a rotten egg smell yep. in the hot water. Okay, uh, yeah. I got online. It said to uh, increase the temperature, which I did. It seemed to help a little. But if I'm gone, like for a weekend, when I come back. Smells so like I, rotten eggs in the house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fellas, go for it. Steve? No, do you want it? Okay, who wants it? I'll take a piece of it, and then okay. I'll let you have Fine. a piece of it. Fine. You know? Um, and most of the time, people don't realize this, but you're supposed to, to flush your water heater at least twice a year. Uh, that's on the instructions whenever you really? get one. And if you ever watched or read the instructions, you know. Well, there's your first problem. Well, most men. Read the instructions. <laughs> you don't read instructions. That's the first thing but, you throw away. Right. I mean, it's more of my, my training that I had, you know, in the in the appliance, right. in the appliance school that I went to. Um, you know, it, it definitely has a lot to do, you know, with not flushing. Sediment. I had one at my church one time. There was an electric water heater. It had the anode rod in there and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So I flushed it out, you know, you replaced the anode rod, did great for about two weeks, and then come right back. Really? You know, started getting that smell back. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, maybe it's too far gone, you know, kind of deal. In other words, replacing the unit. Yeah. Are there, are there uh, since hers is uh, gas, is there, go ahead. Well, no, I was just thinking, hers is about 10 years old, isn't it? Mm-hmm. She said Katrina? Yeah, Katrina. Yeah. So it'd be 13 years 13? old. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's about it, the life of it. It is about the life yeah. of it. Um, I mean, it might be worth a service call anyway, just to see. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it, if she has a son or some sort, then come over there and flush it out. Right. It would be easy to do because you got to think, man, this thing's got a bunch of sediment in the bottom. Sure, it does. Minerals and yeah. stuff like that come in there. Spe- especially. Um, uh, you know, certain areas of the state that yeah. have got a lot more sediment than yeah. others. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Let's... Is there a rod in the gas or just electric? Mm-hmm. It's just, just electric. electric. Just yeah. electric ones. All right. Thanks, Ann. I hope that helps out. Let's go ahead and move on to Kevin in, uh, in Gulfport. And he's got a solution for that gate wheel. I know exactly what you guys have been talking about. This is a big deal because after a while, if the gate sags, if it was improperly put in, then sure. then it's going to need it, – it's too heavy to pull around. So what's going on, Kevin? Hey, guys. I had the exact issue, um, and sometimes you're right. Those gates do sag. They get a little heavy, and the post will pull down a little bit, especially down here in the south because we have a lot of moisture in the ground, and so it doesn't matter much what you do or how much concrete you put in because of the moisture in the ground. It'll, it's going to pull over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I found that works really well is a boat trailer jack. They pull, they uh, pivot. Mm. And you can pull it up out of the way if you need to. You can pull no it up way. out of the way and pull it. That is redneck ingenuity. That, that is, is genius, man. Yes. <laughs> you can also you can built, adjust it and everything. Well, yeah. look, it's built for the outside, right? It's built for salt water. It's built for whatever. And you can jack that rascal up, make your uh, gate real nice and even whenever you need to close it. Dude, you need to start your own show, man. No, man, if you'll go to Office Depot and get a stamp and and put that stamp on the side of a bunch of boat uh, and sell that for $100 more. Right. One thing I learned about a sagging gate, you know, I'd had to build my gate you know, uh-huh. at my house or whatever, and uh, I used pine, you know, the regular two-by-four. Yeah. Pine is soaking wet, you know, so uh-huh. as soon as I put my gate on there, Right, it's the ground. Right. So I'm sitting there, you know, trying to storm what I can do. So I went and bought one of them stupid little cable things, you know, the little yeah, buckle yeah. deals you can try to yeah. pull the gate back yeah. up. No, uh-huh. that didn't work either. And I had this old fence guy tell me, it's like, you should have just built the gate out of cedar. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and there's another thing that if you know that you're going to be building a fence or a gate, 
go ahead and buy your wood and sit it out. Yep. Uh, that you know, let it go ahead and and take the beating it's going to take for the first couple of days, and yep. let some of that moisture leave but and the everything. Cedar, the cedar two by four is made just light. Yep. I mean, way lighter than pine. Yeah. You know? So I learned something that day too. Okay. All right, folks. Well, uh, that, that was a neat show. We learned a lot. We still don't know how to make ice makers work, but I guess <laughs> that will always be uh, something to, that is gonna be to work question. on, and we'll always keep Timmy in business. So. <laughs> uh, and uh, we get to thank our guests, uh, which is one guest, right? No, Timmy's a guest. You're not really. Yeah, a guest. He's not really a guest anymore. <laughs> no, you're kind of a in-house yeah. guy. He's a go-to guy. He's family now, right? That little gnat that buzzes go, in your ear, right? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and introduce your guest, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff brought a friend. My my guest, Stephen Smith, personal friend of mine, home builder in Madison, and I'm glad he glad he finally came with me today. There you go. Thank you for being here, Stephen. Thanks, man. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous, con- generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons and Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.